Tomorrow, the 14th day of year, is Pesach Sheni. The Pasuk says in Parshas Baaloyzcha, Vayhi anoshim ashohoyo tameim lenefesh adam. And there were men that were ritually impure, and as a result, v'loyochlu lases a Pesach bayoimahu, were unable to bring their carbon Pesach on the 14th day of Nisan. Vayikrovu lifnei Moshe v'lifnei Aharon. And they approached Moshe and Aharon and they said, Lama nigara, why should we be excluded? We also want to be part of this great mitzvah of bringing the Karm Pesach. Moshe Rabbeinu's response to them was, Imdu Eshma, hang on, let me see what I can do for you. Moshe comes back to them and says, You have a very valid argument. I hear your taina. Moshe gives them credibility. You know what? You are Tomei, you will get a second chance. You can bring your carbon Pesach in 30 days from now, on the 14th day of year. And the question is, why is carbon Pesach unique? Why is it different from all the other mitzvahs in the Torah? If someone doesn't hear Shoifer and Rosh Hashanah, there's no make-up date for that. We don't tell him, you didn't do the mitzvah and Rosh Tishrei, you can blow the Shoifer and Rosh Hashanah. We don't say, you didn't shake the lulav on Sukkot, no problem, shake the lulav on Hanukkah. Any other mitzvah doesn't have second chances. Why is carbon Pesach special, that if someone didn't have the opportunity to bring in an air of Pesach, they get another chance to make amends 30 days later? So I'd like to share with you a beautiful thought brought down in the Sifrei Chabad. Pesach Sheni is unique because it wasn't a mitzvah that was initially commanded in the Torah. It came about in response to those few individuals who were impure. And they approached Moshe and they were distraught. They were devastated at the prospect of missing out on a mitzvah. And they asked Moshe, Lama Nigara, why should we be left out in the cold? They were determined to fulfill this mitzvah. And Moshe sensed their sincerity. They didn't complain about material matters. He saw within their request a burning desire, a deep longing to do a mitzvah. And that is why they got a second chance. It's only because of those few individuals, now for all generations to follow, that carbon Pesach is unique in that we get a second chance to fulfill this mitzvah. Yiddishkeit is about having the proper perspective. When it's raining on Sukkot, some people have the attitude, great, now we can eat in our warm, comfortable home. We don't have to brave the elements and trek out to the Sukkah. And some will say, Lama Negara, it's not raining in the five towns. It's not raining in Tom's River. Why are those Yidin so fortunate and able to fulfill the mitzvah and we are denied? They truly feel like they are losing out. Or people are davening shachars and they get up to Tachnon and they find out that there is a chasen in shul. So they skip Tachnon. Some will have the attitude, Wow, we dodged the bullet today. And some will say, Loma Negara. We are missing out on such a powerful tefillah today. Those few Yidin in the Midbar who were contaminated when Pesach came around, what was their first reaction? Lama Negara. They were upset and despondent about being left out. And it's because of their deep desire and yearning to partake in the carbon Pesach is why they were rewarded with a second opportunity to fulfill the mitzvah on Pesach Sheni. The story is told about a real estate broker who once approached Reb Chaim Kanievsky and told him, I meet with a lot of non-Jewish clients for lunch, wealthy high rollers. Do I have to wear a hat and jacket while benching? It's a little embarrassing to stand out from the crowd. 
Reb Chaim told him, despite the embarrassment, you should be careful to put on a hat and jacket while benching. That's the halacha. And besides, it's a school of Farashiris to become wealthy. One day he has a meeting in this restaurant with a wealthy real estate mogul, and they were negotiating on a huge deal for a big industrial complex. And he offers it to this mogul for $30 million. And the client counters $28 million. And they're haggling back and forth, and they can't seem to find common ground. And the broker is thinking to himself, I'll bench and buy myself some more time to come up with a strategy. He gets up, goes to the sink to wash my machrainam. He goes to the coat rack, puts on his hat and jacket, and comes back to the table. And as he sits down, the client tells him, Okay, 30 million. We got a deal. And they shake hands. After he finishes benching, he asks the client, So what made you increase your offer? And he tells him, When I saw you get up and go to the courtroom, I thought you were walking away from my offer. And I was thinking, this is such a great opportunity, and I will lose it over $2 million? So I gave you your full asking price. And that's the message of Pesach Sheni. If you are truly sincere, if you do the right thing, Hashem will always reward you. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.